Hey, everyone. Real quick before we get started, I wanted to remind everyone about all the great bonus content you can get by supporting the show on Patreon. In past weeks, I've mentioned that you get the full unedited coaching and judging sessions, chock full of great podcasting advice and drama. (laughs) But I haven't yet mentioned the exit interviews. Every time one of our contestants leaves the competition, that's like all you hear from them anymore, right? Well, no, not if you're a patron. We actually have former contestant Alex Albisu from season one. He does a great, insightful, introspective exit interview with each of the contestants when they leave. Alex sits down with them and gets their thoughts and feelings about what their experience on the show was like. They're they're all very interesting looks into the process and give you a chance to sort of properly say goodbye to each of the contestants in turn. So if you want to hear those, you'll need to go to patreon.com slash top podcaster and get them. That is, of course, not the only things you get access to. We also say thank you to our supporters by giving patrons full versions of the episodes, along with all the other cool rewards and everything that I've mentioned in the past. So if you want to do that, help us keep this show running by doing going to patreon.com slash top podcaster to support the show. And now on with the proper part of the show. Our contestants have finally gone solo, and in their first week without teammates, they have to promote themselves on a live guest spot of the daily morning show, The Morning Stream. Will they charm the judges, or will they trip over their own feet? Find out this week on America's Next Top Podcast. And welcome to America's Next Top Podcaster. It's a mild-mannered podcast masterclass that stepped into a phone booth and came out a reality show. I'm Bobby Frankenberger. Comedy Week is done, and the teams have been split up. No longer will the contestants have the skills and abilities of their teammates to lean on. They're on their own from here on out. And the first challenge they were issued to kick off the solo portion of the competition, the live guest challenge. This week, the contestants have been asked to appear as a guest on the daily morning show podcast, The Morning Stream, to promote their own personal podcasts. The Morning Stream is hosted by our host, Brian Ibbett, and one of our coaches, Scott Johnson. They'll be judged by Scott, as well as by Jenny and Justin, who will grade them on their ability to be a compelling guest on another person's show, as well as promoting themselves. The trick here is that they will only have one shot, since they will be doing it all live with no editing. So let's check in on September 1st. This week started off pretty quiet for September. The contestants didn't have much in the way of creative content to prepare or discuss. So the first time we met up with September was when she met with her podcast coach, Tom Merritt, to get some advice on how to handle herself as a guest on another person's show. In particular, she had some questions about which of her three shows she should be trying to promote on the morning stream. Hi, Tom. Congrats, September. You made it to the top five. I'm on my own. You got this. You got this. So the first thing was uh, the night after we got the challenge, I fell asleep and I woke up in the middle of the night having dreamt that uh, Brian and Scott and I just bullshitted for a while. And then Brian said, time. And I had forgotten to talk about the show. So <laughs> that immediately made me realize, like, I have this pitfall. I felt like I have a, a little advantage over, I think, some other contestants. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but I've got a rapport uh, with with at least Brian mm-hmm. somewhat and, and Scott, and I know their show. Yeah. So 
I know how to fit in and the kind of banter that they participate in. So, and I, but I don't know how they're going to treat it, if they're going to be asking questions, um, but I do need to promote my show. The first thing was I have three shows. <laughs> uh huh. So I'm narrowing it down to one. Good. That's a great idea. Yeah. Just, just for, that makes it easy to, to focus on. Yeah. I don't want to muddy it up. I only have 10 minutes. The other, uh, the only other thing I really had was I do want to not completely neglect that I do have other shows and mm -hmm. I came up with what I think is a very good solution to that. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to I want to mention them, but not have it get run over. Like, I, I don't want to have to redirect back if for some reason Scott or Brian just decides they want to talk about a different show. And I'm trying to focus on grills. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a little weird to manipulate the conversation. Hopefully I won't have to. But what I did was I bought nine of 12 dot com. Mm -hmm. And I think now that I have three shows, maybe I should get around to branding so that I'm not on every show and misspeaking where else you can find me. So I put together a like a landing page that has great bio, a picture, and just all the links for all the show's things. That's so. perfect. Because that way you're focusing on one show and you're not muddying that message. But you can quickly say like, you know, uh, if you're looking for Geek Grills, as well as everything else I do, because I do a few more shows, 9to12.com. Thank you. Yeah, that's pretty much exactly what I've been doing with trying to prepare for the the questions I can think of and mm -hmm. ones I haven't answered before, like, because what we're about is the trickiest thing. And that's why. You know. Try try me out on the, on the, so, so if, if, if Scott or, or Brian says geek girls, uh, t tell us about it. What is this show? I don't think we have time. Um, <laughs> well, it's hosted by three women. We really felt there wasn't enough female voices in podcasting when we started it. And so we're kind of a talk show and we have a female perspective on whatever we're nerding out about at the time. See, and I did that at the end on purpose because that time pressure made you condense it, which is exactly what you need to do. You know, leave something for them to ask you next, but but keep those answers nice and and, and condensed. I, I think that that was a great answer. That was really good. And it left me as the interview wanting to say like, so what kind of topics, right? And that that's, that's kind of how that works. So I, I think you're, you're going to do great. After Tom had helped September with figuring out how to narrow her focus for her live show appearance, she sat down with me and we chatted about her concerns of over-preparing. Well, hello, September. It's uh, it's week eight of the competition now. You've made it this far. You're past the halfway point, well past the halfway point. You're now in the top five and you've gone solo. So first thing I want to say is congratulations for making it this far. Thank you. So the challenge this week is, is the live show challenge. You're going to be a guest on the morning stream talk show and... Um, you know, Scott Johnson, one of your judges, is the is a host as well as Brian Ibbett, who's the host of this show. So you're, you're familiar with them, but you're going on their show to promote your own content. So how are you feeling about that? Where are you? Where are you in your head? And and um, after talking to Tom yesterday and everything, what's going on? I'm excited. I'm not very. Uh, I'm not very nervous yeah. because I I kind of you know. I, I've got a bit of rapport with that whole community. It, yeah. If it weren't for the Frog Pants community, I wouldn't have shows. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, it, they kind of inspired me to go ahead. I can do this. So, but uh, I don't know. I, with Tom time last night, I talked and talked and talked because I kind of being all by myself, 
felt like, all right, I'm the whole team now. What would I be doing if I was project managing someone doing this? Right, right. I just wanted to run every single thing I had done to prepare by Tom. and But I'm trying to over-prepare so that I don't over-talk or stumble. You're talking about how you're planning and coming, trying to think of all the things that might come up and, and taking notes and having it all prepared in your head. I have found that sometimes when I do that, I have too many things that I've prepared for and I'm tr- and then I get stuck in this mode of trying to like I get attached to all the things that I've prepared for and I try to get it all out. Um, you and knew. I, and uh, <laughs> it's taken a lot of practice for me not to do that because like the point of preparing that is is so that you you have it ready to grab from if you need to, right? Mm-hmm. But um, and so you don't worry about you don't worry about like having over preparing. Not really, because my my methods of preparing are mostly internal, and then I like to always work from an outline. Yeah, like even when I've had to give speeches, right? I'm not a person who likes a written speech. Right. I just I'm a bullet point person. Like my notes for this right now, I'm literally looking at them, my TMS notes. I wrote it in crayon in the on the <laughs> back of my songs about drinking bingo card from music bingo last night. Right. So <laughs> for all the going ahead and getting my branding set up ahead of time, so I've got it to pitch to and you know, I just have to wait and see what Scott and Brian pitch at me. Right. And, and, you know, catch it. That's the real trick. As much as you're promoting your own stuff, you're also, your job is to be content for their show, right? The, what they want is for you to be interesting content for their show. So if you, if you are taking too much charge and trying to make it your own thing, if it's not, if it doesn't go with what they're trying to do, then you're going to be working against what they're trying to do. And then it just makes it that you're not a, you're not making good content for their show is you need to be, you know, yeah. And I'm conscious. Yeah, exactly. And if you can enhance their show, that's what you're going for. You know what I mean? This, yeah, this isn't a press junket, right? This is right. This is TMS. This is a a streaming audience, a podcast audience. Well, then it sounds like you're in a good headspace to, to do that. So, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to hearing you on there in a little over an hour but uh we'll see you at the we'll see you at judging and and good luck thanks bobby all right you guys welcome to the program someone who was born at a certain month and then got named after that month it's september joining us uh, on the show hi september how are you i'm good how are you scott you know what i'm fantastic uh it's really nice to have you here of course a uh, contestant on this year's antp competition yeah. and uh doing real good the the one person i think early on in the competition where everybody said she should sounds like an npr voice or something like that do you get that a lot i actually do <laughs> friends mm-hmm. of mine that have listened to the show even though they know me in person have said that to me yeah i think you do i think you've got mm-hmm. a real um I don't know what to. I don't know. How like to, a smoky quality, without without like being a rough smoky quality. It's a. It's a. Uh... Now that's just a short little taste of the very beginning of September's appearance on the morning stream. If you want to hear her entire conversation with Scott and Brian on their show, then you'll be able to listen to her full guest appearance on the America's Next Top Podcaster feed. We're putting the audio from their guest appearances up on the feed, just like we do for their podcast submissions every week. So check them out. You'll definitely want to check out the guest spot for our next contestant, Ken Pelishok. But before you do that, 
let's check out some of the advice that he got from his podcasting coach, Tom Merritt, on how to prepare a pitch for your podcast. Hey, congrats, man. You made it to the top five. Thank you, Tom. So uh, we've got uh, just you and me. We can be a little more relaxed on this. Just have a conversation. this this is an easy easy challenge, right? You don't have to make the content. You already did that. You just have to let oh, somebody sure. ask you about it. In regards to that, how how does one prepare for something like this? So remember that it's you're the guest. So your job is to make sure you provide good answers. Uh, you you don't have to drive the content. You don't have to try to manipulate them. Uh, you you just have to to let them lead and give the answers that are going to make the audience uh, be more interested. Uh, so, the, so the balance is to be thinking about answers ahead of time for the likeliest questions uh, and then be able to sum them up in a couple sentences because you don't want to give one word answers, but you also don't want to go on and on and on and leave no time uh, for other questions. Last season, uh, Nikki she kind of, I think she won it on her her podcast pitch. Kind of, it's a good premise, a simple, uh, concise, easy to pitch premise. Yeah, I I think you're right that Nikki had a good premise for her for her podcast, but she also had personality and the ability to explain it. Uh, if she right. hadn't been able to explain it well and and was boring, even if she did explain it well, uh, then she wouldn't have done as well as she did. So you have to keep your energy up. That's, you know, yeah. that's going to be, a, that's going to be important. Have your head wrapped around why you do it. That yeah. is usually what's going to be compelling to the audience. Don't jump to like, how do I make them like this? Because then you'll be tempted to start lying about it. <laughs> uh, not that you yeah. would, but you know what I mean? Like you'll be like, oh, but that does, why do you like it? Why did you do it in the first place? Explain why you're passionate about it. And usually that gets you to the thing where you're like, oh, that's the, that's the elevator pitch. That's, that's the thing that's interesting. I guess I let the judges kind of direct how much I sell, let them lead the dance with you mean the the host? Yeah, sorry, the hosts. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because you're the guest, right? You've yeah. had all these weeks where you've had to prepare the content, so it's kind of hard to shift gears and be like, "Oh, I I just need to be ready to answer. I just need to be ready to talk about my thing." Uh, and and you've prepared for that already because you do your thing. <laughs> so you you just need to be you just need to be in the headspace of I don't have to make anything up. I just have to answer honestly. Uh, and, and it's good to think ahead of time about what those answers will be. Cause that, that'll help you refine them, you know, and make them a little tighter. So you don't end up rambling. After talking with Tom, I was able to get Ken to sit down with me and chat. We talked a bit about what it's like to go solo in this competition. All right, here we are with Ken. It's week eight of the competition, which holy cow, by the way, week eight, you are in the top five, which everyone's a winner at this point i think um maybe not you know a winner of the whole thing but if you get this far and you're solo then you've gotten through more than half of the competition and that's quite a feat in and of itself how are you feeling right now being this far now now in the top five if i like totally choke and i'm the worst then you know i still have eight weeks of podcast school but yeah. At the same time, the closer I get to the end, the more I think, well, maybe I, I, I dare not 
think I could actually win this. Yeah. But, you know, the closer it gets, the, the more the odds are in your favor. And you just, you want more. You just want more. Exactly. But this week, you have to get through sort of, once you start solo, there's this sort of, um, it's like a, I don't know if it's like a barrier or a hurdle that you have to get over where you have to, as you've already alluded to, you have to appear on Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett's morning show, daily morning show podcast, The Morning Stream. Yeah. And you have to sort of sell yourself, right? Do you have any concerns about getting getting to that, like getting past this week? I, I certainly do. Like uh, I have, you know, in the past I, I've done uh, improv and stand up and stuff. Sure. So yeah. uh, whatever that is, I there's like a switch in my brain sometimes i'm on and sometimes yeah for lack of a better word i kind of choke will tomorrow be one of those days when the choke switches is on i i sure hope not how what do you think you could do to get ready and be in that mode already um to be to be ready to to be quick and i think just Thinking positively and just trying to, um, you know, work on my my elevator pitch and try to be present in the moment. Maybe try and be a little more uh, uh, bubbly version of myself. Sure, like yourself, but but the the highest energy version of yourself you can you can imagine, right? And I, yeah, it's going to be end of the work week for me. It'll be f- Friday right after I, I clock out. So I don't know how I'm going to be like, it's Friday. <laughs> so maybe I'm going to be like Fred Flintstone sliding down that dinosaur. Yeah, you got to tap, you got to tap into that excitement of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think it's going to be fun either way. Hopefully, hopefully you do too. Cause it's, it's always fun to talk to talk to Scott and Brian and this time it's not oh, yeah. this time it's not um about how bad you did <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's a uh, it's hopefully positive good luck with that and it sounds like you're preparing well and we'll see you at the judging see you then bobby uh, everyone loves a canadian i always i always say bringing the canadian is canadian. yeah everyone who doesn't love a canadian canada all right welcome to the program if you will the one, the only, Ken, who is currently still part of ANTP Season 4. Ken, welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, Scott, Brian. Hi. Hello. Tad Poolers. Yeah. That's- Tad Pollywogs. <laughs> Tad Pollywogs, that's right. Um, and right. the folks in the future with the earbuds. <laughs> and they, all the ships at sea. That's right. Mm-hmm. They will all eventually hear this. Um, I got to ask, first off and foremost, how does it feel to be, I believe... The sole Canadian still left in the competition. Well, I tell you, Scott, thank God I got that working for me. We'll find out how Ken did later, but we still have three other contestants to check in on. So let's get to our next one. Kelly Colby was feeling pretty good about her ability to chat off the cuff with Scott and Brian on the morning stream because on her show, she interviews and chats with new people all the time. However, she was feeling a bit less sure about how to promote herself in her show. So that's where she focused her conversation with her podcasting coach, Tom Merritt, this week. 
Hey, Kelly. What do, what do you got going on? Um. Well, in preparation for this week, I mean, we just did 20 questions yesterday, right? So I was just thinking the whole time I was doing it, how it is that I sell it to others, right? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. used to selling it to the authors to come on. So well, I do a lot more selling from that side. So I, I don't know my, what the twist would be to sell to people who don't know what it is. My advice is start with why you do it. Why do you do okay. the show? Uh, and often that'll lead me to, oh, that that is the thing that's compelling about it. So, so try me. Why do you do it? Uh, I do it be... <laughs> okay, very selfishly, I do it because when we have book launches, I want people to know we're having a book launch and how awesome these books are. You know what? I think that's fine. You can you can turn that into like, we get so excited about book launches. I want mm-hmm. everyone to be as excited as we are. Uh, and so if you get excited about books, you're going to want to listen to 20 questions. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that'll work. So because you, your job is to keep the conversation interesting. It's the interviewer's right. job to keep the conversation going. You right. need to give interesting answers mm-hmm. that uh, satisfy the question, make people interested in you and your and your show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they don't go on too long. You don't want to ramble. So you don't want one word answers. You don't want to ramble. Uh and and it's always good if you can leave something in that is a springboard for them to ask you another question. Like if you're talking about 20 questions, somebody, you're like, man, we get some crazy questions sometimes. It's just a way for them to go, oh, really? Tell me about one of the craziest ones, right? So you can leave those hooks in there, but you don't have to, you don't have to drive the conversation. You're just transparently reacting. I gotcha. So if there's something I want to highlight, I can sneak it in. Yeah, but... You don't, you don't need to be pushy, right? You don't, you don't need to, 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 to run the show. Just mm-hmm. leave things in there. Sometimes they may not pick them up and that's fine. Okay, cool. And I don't have to be too serious or anything, right? Because I don't think I'm capable of that. No, no. In fact, you want to be fun. You want people mm-hmm. to enjoy the conversation. So yeah, this, is, this isn't, uh, you know, uh, the, the Sunday morning news show. Uh, this right. is talk to Kelly about her fun show and why, why is it enjoyable and, and what do you do and why do you do it? All that sort of stuff. Thank you. Oh, no problem, Kelly. I feel like we, we compressed 10 minutes into, into less. So that's good. good. It's nice talking fast. It worked. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you. All right. You got this. Go get them. Kelly was feeling better after talking to Tom. And so we sat down and talked about those good feelings. I got to ask Kelly about the high praise she got for editing for the very first time in the previous week and how it felt to be a solo contestant now. All right. Here we are with Kelly Lynn Colby. And it's week eight. Five contestants left. You're in the top five. How? First of all, how? Congratulations. How is that? How you, does that feel? Oh, weird. I could not have predicted this. Well, you thought editing was going to be your your I your did. downfall, your your end, didn't you? Terrified me. As soon as I found out I was going to have to edit, I almost walked away. Week zero. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, you said that in our last judging recording, after we were done recording, you mentioned uh-huh. that to everyone, that you yeah. almost didn't, you almost weren't a contestant because you found out you would have to edit. Yeah, if I could have found an easy way to walk away, I would have, and I couldn't, and I looked. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we don't tell you until you said yes. <laughs> um, but uh, but you've done it now. You just edited in this last week. You got through it, I guess. <laughs> but no, I listened to it, and I was like, oh, okay. But th- that was the first thought. I was like, well, good. I'm glad, they're t- I'm glad her team helped her. Yes. And that was my... Th- but then I asked, and w- so anyway... <laughs> Not to belabor the point over and over again, but you did a great job and I was impressed. So well, 
thank you. Um, that's now I never have to do it again, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're just gonna you're just gonna send us what you want it to sound like, yep. and and we and just will... make the magic happen for me. That'd yeah, be exactly. great. We, we're talking about future weeks, but you have to get through this week first. Yes. Yes. Um, and so this week is where you're going to be going on as a guest mm-hmm. on the on Scott Johnson and Brian Ibbett's daily morning show podcast that they have, uh, the morning stream. And you're going to be a guest on there. Where is your head at with that? I imagine. Well, I'm not. I'm not going to answer for you. Where is your head? Where is your head at right now? Well, I will say I am relieved that I am not with the team anymore because I was always so scared of letting them down. I don't know I would have done such a good job editing if I wasn't terrified I was going to let the team down. Wow, yeah, yeah. That was the motivation to make sure I freaking did a good job. So I did everything I could too. So now there's a little stress off because now the only person I could possibly screw is myself. And I've been doing that for over 40 years, so it's fine. (laughs) Um, So, you know, that that part I can handle. Um, Talking about other people, I'm really good at. I love it. I love to pump other people up. I love to talk about our books. I love to talk about our authors. You know, I love to talk about classes I took. I love to talk about my kids and my husband. Love that. Talking Mm -hmm. about me, not as comfortable. In the conversations that I've heard you have, you're you're good at talking to people and being there and being present and responding. And and you're just a really good conversationalist. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of what you have to do tomorrow. But so like going with the host, but also making sure that you are able to guide it in so much as you you do actually end up plugging your show, mm-hmm. right? Are you worried about it or you just think you're going to be okay? I, I don't know. Um, are you trying not we'll too see. hard to think about it? or Yeah, because I do get distracted <laughs> because I find, I don't know, almost everything in the world interesting. Right. So, which actually is why I'm good at what I do. Right. Because I don't care who I have on, you know, what they're writing, what it's about, no matter what their expertise is. It's fascinating. I want to know more. Right. So it, it works for me. But because of that, like if the judges ask something, I'm like, I don't know. Have you made hollandaise sauce before? You know, if you don't, you know, like it's just fascinating. <laughs> so it's right. So I can be super focused, but I can also just want to have a good time because life's too short. Otherwise, I think yep. you're going to do fine. I'm excited to to see how you do. And I'm excited to hear what the judges think. I really hope that we get um, at least a, another one of these conversations between you and me. Me so, too. So um, good luck. And Godspeed, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> as long as someone defines to me what speed that is, that would be right. great. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. Kelly, who joins us right now. Hi, Kelly. Welcome back. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Have I know. I it's like a- you've already been here, right? Well, welcome back to, to this. Uh, we've talked to you online before, but welcome back oh, to true. this uh, place. Yeah, to this <laughs> zone of communication. It's very nice to have you on. Um, you're, you're the one in this competition who is unique in one way. Why does that sound threatening? I know it kind of does, You're but the I promise one. it's not. <laughs> it's it's unique because you you come to this as one of our uh, professionals. You are somebody with a massive uh, scientific knowledge, even though uh, you've even said yourself on the episodes before that you haven't done a ton with that degree, but you, you come to us like as a scientist, and I think that's mm-hmm. a big deal. How does that make mm-hmm. you feel? How do you feel about being the only one who's like, you know, could tell us how, uh, I don't know, a tree is made or something. I, I think it's pretty impressive that I have this degree and I've done all this studying and wasted all of this money. And that degree just stands above my desk looking important while I write about dragons. 
Next up, we're going to check in and see how Jason Peters got along this week. Jason had already started thinking and strategizing how the conversation would flow when he was going to make his guest appearance on the morning stream. So when he met with Tom Merritt, his podcasting coach, he asked for some tips on how to go with the flow and prep his answers. Congrats, Jason. You're in the top five. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for uh, all the help you provided along the way. Definitely That's, that's yeah. why it matters. Oh, trust me. It probably had zero to do with me. It's entirely <laughs> down to you. Uh, I, but this is nice. We could just be one-on-one and, and just chat. So so how are you feeling about the interview? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I uh, went back and uh, checked out uh, a couple of the past episodes that they did over the last few days. So totally get the vibe of it. Thankfully, I've done a lot of like uh, guest work on on my show both on both ends. I've had guests, I've guested on other people's stuff. So good. Uh, do you have you been thinking about you know the kinds of questions you might likely to get and how you're going to answer them and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think that you know it'll probably. I doubt everyone's going to just you know make it as easy as here. Just tell us about your podcast for ten minutes. I'm sure it'll you know we'll try to take it in some different directions while still being organic to the conversation that comes about. But I expect it'll be you know stay within that realm for maybe at least the first couple minutes. You know, hey, how you doing? Tell us about the show. Cool. My name's Jason. Blah blah blah. Here we do. Um, that's kind of what I am anticipating without knowing exactly. I, I think you may have a leg up on some of the other folks here because you're already thinking about the flow of how this is going to go. And so you can start preparing yourselves for curveballs. It's good to be able to to kind of think about that ahead of time instead of instead of being as nervous about the guesting side of it and shifting that. I think that's good. I think that's positive for you, man. I, I feel like you've got this, but I, I have given this advice to everybody. So just to be even handed, uh, you know, yeah. obviously you don't want one word answers. You know, that, uh, just make sure that your answers don't ramble. Uh, that would be the only <laughs> risk. Maybe if you got a little nervous or, or lost track of your thought, uh, or something like that, you, you, you don't want to get too rambly, but, uh, I, I mean, it's definitely happened before, but, uh, I just mm-hmm. need to make sure that, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, I don't like to get jacked up on too much caffeine or something ahead of time and I'll be fine. <laughs> and That's really it. <laughs> what I find is if you do feel like you're rambling, don't say, oh, I'm rambling. <laughs> say, <laughs> say like, I'm probably giving you way more information than you yeah, need on exactly. this. Like, what, what do you want to, like, there's a, there's a elegant escape hatch that you can have from that sort of thing. What, uh, what's your pitch going to be? Um, so I do have a show. It's called Esoterica Cinema. Our tagline is uh, we take films from the cinematic multiverse and discuss the hell out of them. So if it's a 90 minute movie, we're going to talk about it for 90 minutes, right? We really get in there. And we, between the two of us, we do try to bring an element of humor to the equation. So one thing we found early on is that, for example, all of the film programs had this very dry, stuffy delivery. And that's great. We love, you know, film spotting and NPR, things like that. But we found that there weren't a lot of people talking about film the way that the two of us talked about film, which was just normal guys. Like, we hit each other up out of the theater. Hey, you know, how would you think? So we wanted to bring that to a podcast format. And we think we've done a good job at that. I would try to bring that down to a sentence because okay. a lot of what you said now can be part of a follow-up question. Uh, okay. But what you really want to, like when you tell me like if film's 90 minutes, we talk for 90 minutes. If I don't already like the show, I'm like, Ooh, that sounds like a lot. Maybe I don't want to subscribe. I tend to want to keep the time out of it unless it's an advantage. Like the show's only 10 minutes, not even going to take much time. You, what Got you want to give people is the compelling thing of, 
You know what? If you want to hear about unusual films that not everybody else is talking about, you want to hear people having fun doing it, that know what they're talking about, our show's for you. That That's kind of the the realm that you want to you want to play in got it let me so uh, let me just retry that one so if i yeah, was yeah. to say something to the effect of uh yeah so um you know uh, our program basically we really wanted to bring that uh, sense of camaraderie uh that you know we used to have when we could go out and see films before this whole covid business don't bring up COVID. don't bring it okay no. <clears throat> reset one more time yep. <clears throat> Yeah, so what we wanted to do is we wanted to just bring a sense of fun and camaraderie to film. We felt that there was lacking in a lot of the film programs that were out there. You know, we love film as much as everyone else, and we wanted to create a show that just felt like the two of us talking about the films we know and love. And so that's the show that we've uh, created in Esoterica Cinema. Yeah. Uh, you keep, keep that energy up, you know, uh, when you're, when you're actually saying it for real, I know right now you're kind of thinking through the, yeah. the wording, uh, uh, and, and the only, the only tweak that I might make is it's not just the two of you, it's the three of you, it's you two and the audience. So, yes. you know, we wanted you to be part of the conversations we have something like that. Go get them, Jason. You got this. Fantastic. Appreciate it. Jason took Tom's coaching and continued to prep for his appearance on the morning stream. Just before he appeared on the show, Jason had a chat with me about the transition from being on a team to being a solo contestant. Here we are with Jason Peters. You've made it to week eight of the competition. Yeah, congratulations, because now you are solo from here to top five. Um, Nice. Congratulations. How's it feel? Appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's a really cool feeling, man. You know, it's a... It's it's kind of interesting, you know, I think that the team experience for me has been kind of both sides of that coin, you know, I think I had um, with my first team where, you know, it was a it was creatively cohesive, let's say so, you know, it was kind of more of like an exchange of ideas, writers room type thing. So you're looking forward to the change of pace and, and the challenge that's coming from being solo then? You know, I am part of it is also just, uh, again, you know, I don't know anybody else's situation, but, um, you know, managing three different schedules where everybody's got a full-time job and you're literally yeah. in three different time zones on top of everything else, yeah. um, which seemed to be the case last time. It's just that aspect of managing a team um, can be fairly uh, tiring. And then, you know, I mean, to be completely honest, if, if, you know, when you're pitching ideas from a creative standpoint, right? Like if, if you're not on that same wavelength, everyone's kind of, you know, got to come to bat and pitch their ideas and, mm-hmm. okay, you know, how do we find a middle ground between what you want to do and I want to do? And and that's a lot of work in and of itself. So I and think it's a it's, lot of exhausting work too. <laughs> um, I mean, seriously, because that takes time and energy and it's it can be exhausting. It does. And I'm glad you said that, man, because I wasn't sure how that this, that aspect of the experience compared, you know, for you guys compared to me and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, that was kind of the one of the surprising things I found is that, um, yeah, you forget what it's like being in a team environment with, you know, a yeah. number of different uh, creative personalities. And, you know, because look, all of us think our ideas are good and we all want to see them make the page, but we also want to be respectful of our teammates. And yeah, it's just, it's, it's it, not an it's all- being respectful, but it's not just that because it's not just like you're saying, okay, well, I need to be a nice person, so I need to let them have their say to whatever. It's not that <laughs> because yeah. it also is important for the for the for the end result, the quality of the end result. It's important that everyone feels like they own it equally and have equal buy-in, right? Yes, 100%. It's imperative that you give them some sense of agency over the project, right? Yeah. And that could be very difficult for us. Again, if we're used to being a one-man show, one-woman show, you know, we'd call all the shots. 
uh, that can be, you know, very challenging to just sort of say, okay, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to have to just cede control of this decision or, you know, what I do think was great about our last team that I have to give us all a ton of credit for is we recognized that early on that that was a pitfall. And mm-hmm. in order to make sure that didn't happen, we at least always came to a consensus even if it maybe was a little bit difficult on the the project itself, right? Like whether it's right. the generalist, like last week we won, like that was a total team consensus getting to that 50s sci-fi aesthetic, right? It allows everyone to buy in enough and then giving them agency over their specific roles. I'm excited for you then because you seem to be in, in a great headspace for it and I'm going to be listening too and, uh, and we'll get to see what the judges think at judging time, you know, and, and the whole normal thing. I think you've done a great job so far, no matter what happens from here on out. Um, So congratulations. Yeah, of course. Congratulations are definitely warranted and uh, good luck on the show um, (laughs) in less than an hour. And, uh, and we'll see how it goes at judging. So good luck. Absolutely. I think I just felt the uh, nerves tick up one or two notches after you said there's T minus an hour now. So it begins. Yeah. All right. Uh, joining us now, uh, another good friend of the program and, of course, a contestant on this year's ANTP competition aiming to be America's Next Top Podcaster. We have Jason Peters joining us. Hello, Jason. Hey, Scott. How you doing, man? It's good to have you here. How the heck are you? Going really well, man. Appreciate you guys having me on. No problem. Um, I did have something I wanted to say about you right off the top here because it's in the context of this show and then we're and we're not actually judging tonight. But you yeah. have probably the most um how do I put this? You're the most exuberant contestant we have right now. <laughs> and I don't mean it in a bad way. Like you've got you've oh. got excitement. Whenever somebody gives a little bit of judgment, you're always really thankful for it. You even say so. And finally, as we near the end of our journey through the week, a quick reminder that you can hear the full audio from each contestant's appearance on the morning stream as separate entries on the ANTP feed. But we do have one more contestant to follow along with this week. With Trip Rogers' broadcast radio background, he is no stranger to being live and on the air. However, Tom had some advice for him on how to be on the other side of the microphone and how to appeal to a different audience. Hey, congrats on the top five. You know I like top fives. Yes, yes, I do, and uh, I appreciate <laughs> that. And uh, hey, this week I get to talk about my favorite person, me. I, I, I don't know. I know you've done a lot of interviewing. Have you been interviewed? Uh, yes, I, I've been interviewed. I, I, I think, um, again, when you do a radio talk show, it is kind of like an interview. If it's a two-person sure. show, you're, you're, it's a conversation. So this would be the same principle I mean, if you look at this competition, the first four weeks were great for me because I finished three first place three of the first four weeks. Mm-hmm. The last three weeks have been awful, and I think part of it was the Alley interview, which I thought I did a great job on, and she said it was the worst. Mm-hmm. And I think that shook that that shaken my confidence. Uh-huh. So I feel good about not probably being in the bottom, but yet I don't know. I, I really I, don't know. I, I, I think you got you got to get all that out of your head. Don't be a host. It's hard when you're on the other end, uh, as I'm sure you know, uh, to to not lead the conversation. You're you're letting them lead the conversation. So you you can you can kick back a little. It's a little more relaxing and like let them let them tell you where they want to take it, and then give them interesting, compact answers that the audience is going to be like, oh, I want to hear more, and then it's their job to ask you more. I would uh, I, I would have like a really good, compelling elevator pitch and why why someone would want to get your take. 
the way I, I have it listed is um, the uh, uh, thoughts of a 60-plus-year-old uh, man's view on pop culture, sports, and life in general. You know, yeah. it's... Yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm 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 being me. You're getting ten minutes of me. Um, so so it's, keep in mind that you've got not a not a like Gen Z audience necessarily, but you've got correct. a younger audience in correct. in some respects. Correct. Uh, play lean into that. If he's like y'all getting all of these like millennial takes on stuff, forget that. You 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 got to get a different take. Part of my problem this year in this competition is I'm thinking like a broadcaster uh-huh. and as has been pointed out by the judges. I've got to think more of the pod as a podcaster and podcasts. Whereas I was always taught less is more mm-hmm. um, podcasting is not as exacting. There yeah. It's, some, it doesn't have, it doesn't have the hard limits. You're right about that. Um, you know, I do I, think yeah. less is still more in podcasting. I, I think more podcasters would benefit from that, but, but because you come from the like serious less is more. Yeah. You could probably loosen up. Thank All you right. Tom for your time. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Go get him, man. Finally, I sat down with Triff to talk with him about how he's been dealing with the blows of negative feedback he's been getting for the past several weeks of the competition. All right. Well, I'm here with Trip Rogers. It's uh, everybody's solo at this point, and I guess the first thing I have to say is congratulations Thank for you. getting this far. How Thank how you. is it? Yeah. Um, I think it's bittersweet. Um, the competition has been the tale of two things for me. The first four weeks, I was first place three of the first four weeks, and now the last three weeks, I have been the last place team. And then week seven, I got beaten by somebody who was editing for the first time. And I'm like, oh. I lost to somebody editing for the first time. Now, that's a blow to the ego, you know, because I've yeah. been editing for how long? Well, what are the, are there any lessons that you've gleaned from, from these unexpected blows that you just described? I think I was extremely overconfident week five. And that yeah. was, that was a lesson to learn. I have learned, I, I've learned um, about editing, about mixing. Uh, I have, and again, having, I've been in this business for 45 plus years. I have been editing on my own since I've had a, a PC. So that's at least mm. 30 years. And, and I, but I, I still learning, I'm learning different things. I think it says something that two of the five are ivory microphones. And I think it says yeah. something that two of the five are, uh, the uh, questionable ivory, ivory drinks. The the challenge this week is is quite different than the previous challenges. You're not creating anything per se, not not you know it, it, at your own editing station and then putting it out. Are you looking forward to that? You certainly are practiced at being able to talk in a live setting like that. Uh, you know, it's funny, uh, and I was thinking about this as someone who has hosted sports talk shows and has been a a sports talk. Or, or worked at a sports station. Um, what's the what's the easiest way to get a guest uh, in a, on a breaking story is to have somebody from that town sports station. So I have been <laughs> guests uh, in many different ways. Uh, San Diego. I remember I got a call. I was home. It was at six o'clock at night. It was during dinner, and I got a call to be on a show in in San Francisco. Um, I was on Calgary Sports Radio Station a bunch of times um, when uh, I was on Calvin uh, Colin Cowherd's show on ESPN all the time. They always he mm. loved talking to me because he loved my answers. But talking about myself, it should be easy. But as Tom said to me, I've got to make it. The people who listen to the the morning stream are younger. 
than I am. My podcast is basically me talking as a 60 plus year old. Well, how do I make it relatable to somebody who's 20 or 30 years younger? And, and I always think back to when I was working at Best Buy, uh, I would always, people would say something or talk about something. And I said, oh yeah, I know him or I, I've been with him or whatever. And, and they just look at me in amazement and they say, you know, I've done all these. I said, you'd be surprised at what I've done in my life. Um, you're going to be going on their show in just a couple in, in less than in just like a couple hours now. And, uh, and I'm going to be listening and then we'll hear what the judges think, uh, when we, when we have the judging. So, I guess the only thing left to say until we talk to you then is good luck, Trip, and um, I think you're gonna do. I think you're gonna do great, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the program, Trip, who is part of this season's competition as well. He has made it to the final five, and he joins us here on TMS to tell us all about Thank you it. Very much, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's good to have you here, man. Uh, how does it? Uh, first of all, how does it feel to be five, one of five at this point? Well, considering how my uh, run has gone here on uh, ANTP, I was in first place three of the first four weeks, and now the last three weeks I've been at the bottom. So if I'm at the bottom for a fourth week in a row, that's going to be pretty bad, and, and, and that means my run ends this week. So. Hello, Hammond here again. I'm here to tell you about a fantastic equalizer. Now, we've talked a lot about that, and there, we've talked about other ways of shaping sound, but EQing is the most basic way of shaping sound. And I have found the Waves Renaissance EQ is one of the most effective ways to do it. It is a simple EQ. It is adaptive, it is organized, and it provides EQ in a common sense way to help you shape the sound the best way you possibly can. For me, the best thing about the Renaissance EQ is it has so many presets loaded in that going through and finding one that's close to what you're looking for makes your job super easy. And you go in, make a few adjustments if you if you need to, and then that can be your default EQ. If you do other shows, name them to that show. If you have other voices, name them to that voice, save them, recall them. Your EQ set, a little work at the beginning can save you a lot of work in your daily workflow. The Renaissance EQ is part of a larger suite of plugins that they have. I recommend all of them, but I use the Renaissance EQ in almost every show I do. So for more information about the Renaissance EQ, go to waves.com or follow the link in the show notes, get more information and start sounding better today. All right, we're almost there. It's just about time to head out to the stage and hear what the judges thought about our contestants this week and then find out which of our final five will continue on and which will be heading home. But first, let's hear what Tom thinks about their chances. All right, we got five of them this week. We'll start with September. She was very focused on what the conversation should be. Uh, And I think I got through to her that she isn't in charge of that. Uh, She needs to focus on just being able to answer uh, the questions. Uh, I did like that she she had focused on one show, uh, but she also had a plan to kind of sneak in uh, wider promotion with the website. The website looked great. So uh, she's well prepared. Hopefully uh, she'll she'll just loosen up and, and have a good interview. 
Uh, Ken was real low energy. Uh, and, and maybe he'll be different. He, he probably didn't have his interview uh, game on in our talk, but uh, he was also struggling with his pitch. Uh, seemed a little indeterminate about where he wanted to go. Uh, I, I've seen that before where you, you turn the mic on and, and the, the record button goes and, and it all comes together. So uh, I kind of feel like Ken can rally, uh, but he might be the farthest behind, at least at the point where I'm talking to folks. Uh Kelly has has great energy. Uh, she's got total passion. Uh, she just needs to be transparent uh, and fun, and she could win this. Uh, it's 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 all a matter of of just you know whether the the breaks go her way as far as the questions, and she's able to answer them. But I I feel like she's really in the groove. Jason, I feel like is got this down. Uh, he already was thinking about the flow of the conversation, not what he should say, but, but kind of anticipating, okay, I think it's going to go like this and like this and like this. And so I'm prepared. And, and he seemed the most confident, uh, which I don't know, that could be bad. It could, it could lead to complacency, but I really didn't feel like it did. So he, he feels like my favorite, uh, going into this. I, and when I say favorite, I don't mean I like him the most. I mean, like the, the, has the best chance, uh, to win trip is great. I think he got in his own head and I wish I had done a better job of, of getting him out of his own head because he was so worried about previous challenges. And I, I, I'm like, just forget all that, man. You're a pro. You know how to do this. Uh, just sit back and relax. Don't let yourself ramble too much, which I, I think he realizes is uh, something he could do, but he, he knows how to get back on the point. So I, I think Trip is a dark horse. Uh, if, if he can get out of his own way, I think he, he would nail this and, and, and easily. Uh, be one of the the favorites. He just he just needs to to loosen up a little ab about the challenge part of it and let his natural talent take over. Greetings and welcome to America's Next Top Podcaster. It's a masterclass in podcasting that went on a talk show and admitted in front of the whole world that it's secretly a reality competition. I'm your host Brian Ibbett. Tonight on the show, our contestants are going to be reviewed on how well they did on, well, another podcast. That's right. It's the live guest challenge, and we'll be able to see how well our contestants think on their feet. How did they do? We'll find out in just a moment. But first, let's introduce our triumvirate of judges. I'm sure I said that word, uh, word wrong. From the Frog Pants Network, Scott Johnson. Hello, and thank you for having me. It's good to have you. From Dog and Pony Show Audio, it's Justin Robert Young. I like that you then said the word word wrong. I did, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and people forgot about me saying triumvirate wrong. And from Infinite Gain, Jenny Josephson. Sup. Sup. Uh, all right, welcome you guys. Last week we we did away with the whole team format thing, and we made our contestants start playing as individuals. We invited each of them on as a guest on the morning stream show, hosted by our very own Scott Johnson. Well, and me. Uh, each contestant had a ten minute guest spot in which they had to interact with us as hosts, follow the laid back style of the show while still making sure to promote their podcast in a clear, easy to follow way. Let's see how they did. Uh, we're going to start off this week with September. Hello, September. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Uh, pretty comfortable being on TMS? Yeah. You guys are really, really great. We, we try to be. Uh, all right. Let's get into the reviews. And we're going to start this time with Jenny. Oh, my goodness. Hi. Th this one was good. Uh, there was maybe a little bit of energy lacking. It was maybe like a little bit long. It went long, right? 
Um, I, but I did enjoy it. I really loved hearing about your show. I really loved hearing about um, uh, the way that it came about and why that it came about. My primary show with the greatest longevity is Geek Grills. So Grills is what? A, a grills is a ref, reference on girls, right? And a bunch <laughs> of us were like, we, I want a podcast. You know, I want it too. Well, what are we going to talk about? Well, there's not enough women in podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> like there's a token women, woman in some of these shows. And we wanted to be a primary voice talking about all the geeky stuff we love. Yeah. And that's how we started it. Um, I did maybe due to the length of the interview, like kind of faded in and out a little bit, but mostly I just like, I spent most of this time, this, this, uh, this week's episodes wishing that I had had this competition come earlier so I could get to know all of you so much better because that is the greatest takeaway. Like I know you all now. I feel like I understand you all now. And like, I, it was just so, so wonderful. Thanks Jenny. Let's go over to Justin. The only technical note I would have is that of the interviews, uh, uh, your sound quality September wasn't uh, uh, the, the greatest. It's not a end of the world thing, but it's a thing that happens. And I, I, my favorite parts of the interview was where September was able to kind of wander around and talk, you know, even specifically about her her situation as opposed to the general you know, uh, 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 ask a woman stuff. So yeah, that, that's this it. was also my note, very minor, but like, um, it's one of those things where if you are the dominant part of the dominant group in a subgroup, like gaming, um, the people who are not like you are the, uh, interesting characters instead of just being interesting of their own self, which September clearly is. So it's just something, but like, uh, it's sort of like, uh, uh, it, it lent itself more in that direction, to be fair, because the show itself was called Gamer Girls. So, like, I get it. But uh, uh, that sort of uh, was my only note is that it felt like um, uh, the interview was always predestined to head in a certain de- destination. Also with her interview, one of the things we ran into, and I'll just go ahead. We had some audio issues to start with. And so there was this unfair pressure, I think, on her um to 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 fix all of that and then make it work yeah because we had like 15 minutes of of delay or something trying to get it to go and we were you know we were fine with that we were planning on doing whatever it took to just make sure everybody got in but i think that may have given us kind of a a texture in the start that wouldn't normally be there it's not really an excuse but it's it's definitely a factor yeah it was first and we had that tech issue and then we ended up switching to zoom and zoom decided to use my AirPods instead of my actual oh, mic. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, was a big uh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. The yeah. person going yeah. home this week is Zoom. Yeah, yeah Zoom is going home. <laughs> this, uh, but you did, you did make this sound, and I love this sound. And I'm going to keep that forever. It's an amazing sound. <laughs> so you gave that me that was when you were in Discord. Yeah, yeah you gave me a great. gift that'll just keep giving. So thank you for that. Excellent. Thank you very much, September. Thank you. Let's move over to our uh, resident Canadian. Kenny, how you doing, man? I'm good, Brian. Thank you. Oh, you can call me sir. You, you were about to call me <laughs> sir, and you, you totally can. I'll, I'll totally allow it. Uh, <laughs> thanks for thanks for being uh, on TMS uh, last week, and we really appreciate it. Let's get over to Justin. Ken, you were my favorite this week. Um, oh, boy. You know, uh, uh, because of shit like that, you're just a funny guy. Uh, uh, there's There's... It's been amazing 
um, and full context, Ken and uh, has has been around some of the shows that I've done for for a while. But I remember at this point a few years ago, Ken asked for some advice on how to get started with stuff, and I I told him to try and do a bunch of one episode podcasts and see which ones felt good. And mostly, I, that's a advice piece of advice I give to a lot of people, <laughs> largely because it. I, I think it's sometimes a trap for podcasters to do one thing and then get trapped doing it forever, right? Because they have four listeners and it, it can sometimes stunt growth. In fact, this interview was so funny. It again reinforces my blank hatred for uh, scripting Comedy Week episodes because I would have loved to have heard a roundtable with a lot of people on this with this kind of tenor and uh, uh, Ken, you would be at the top of the list. Great job. Totally agree. Let's get over to Scott. Uh, this was by far the best of the week. And it's for the reasons Justin just explained. So I won't re-explain it. But you have a very natural way about you that is funny. It, well, <laughs> it, I think that the, the, the Canadian accent, it hits like one in 10 of us, you know. <laughs> I think it's like a certain set of conditions, like a, a moose bellows when, and, and maybe some, some rushes playing at, at the conception. <laughs> I think if you're born, if you're given the name Gord as, as a baby, that helps. Yeah. yeah. Without feeling like you're trying to be funny. That's rare, that's hard, and it's perfect for commentary-based radio podcasts, that sort of stuff. It's just perfect for it. Uh, I chuckled again. I, I think you're really good at that stuff and that you should consider more from-the-cuff, off-the-cuff stuff and you know, less, less written, less, uh, less pre-planned stuff. You're very good at it. Wow, I am blushing. <laughs> just wait. Uh-oh. Here it comes. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Jenny, go ahead. I laughed so hard at this and this is one of those things this is my confession where i was like uh you know i do not come into this from the core of the either diamond pants or, or uh, the diamond pants diamond pants yeah <laughs> that's about right uh so i i come to 99 percent of these um contestants totally fresh and i didn't have much of a read on you kenny I, you know, like you were doing good stuff, but I just didn't, I didn't really get who you were. And that is what I love so much about a really great interview because this is, I know you now, like I, I absolutely understand you. And it's also, this is the kind of interview that's a great lesson about how you can be exactly yourself, exactly your podcasting persona and still meld and vibe perfectly on someone else's show with their pacing. No pressure for the rest of this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> keep, keep that up. Uh, well done. Well done, Ken. Thank you very much. And, and thank you judges. Let's move over to Kelly. Hello, Kelly. Why, hello. Did you have a good time on uh, TMS? It sounded like it. I did. It's really nice to be interviewed instead of being the interviewee, which I was terrified, but it was kind of nice to do the other side. Uh, all right, we're going to start this time off with Scott. All right, with Kelly, it is impossible to ignore her her infectious enthusiasm and willingness to do whatever needs to be done. Uh, I was often in that interview reminded of what we learned last time with your editing. It was your first time, and we talked about that on the interview. And I couldn't help but bring that up again because I think this is your thing. I think your willingness to just go and go for it even though i know you're nervous about it or even though i know you're like well i've never edited before but you've just got this gumption that's super addicting and i and i love it 
And um, I thought that was apparent here in our conversation, just sort of a, you're, you know, you're going for it and it's impossible not to be charmed by that. I, I really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you, Scott. Let's get over to Jenny. Oh my gosh. Uh, my criteria, you know, the extra judges criteria that we always put in this week was, it, it was very simple. It was, am I delighted? Right. And that's really the only thing that you can do in uh, uh, an interview thing where people are basically being themselves. Right. And this is the interview that scored the first perfect 10 of two perfect 10s in that category. We just talked to the other one, but this is the one where I was just like, I'm just delighted. It had the perfect mix of learning about a person the facts of their life, but also learning what was behind those facts and learning about that person and that quest for what is the really the right thing in life for me? And that is so, so relatable. Uh, and it's hard because delight is very ineffable. It's just like an ineffable quality. You can't pin it down. It just happens. Like I just, I absolutely <laughs> was like, I bought in a hundred percent. So great job being you. Thanks, Jenny. Uh, let's get over to Justin. I'm a big believer that part of any kind of uh, you know quote unquote show business or or communications profession is you understanding the intangibles that people will read from you before you even say anything, either in the tenor of your voice or in the way you speak. It's almost you know, uh, 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 just a thing that will carry along with you. And, and the better you get, the more you can hone it. <clears throat> or if it's something that is a weakness, you can kind of mitigate it. But what I will tell you is something that uh, uh, I think people often need to hear, especially some of the most talented people that I know uh, have imposter syndrome. You have confidence. There is a confidence in your voice that matters and you should know that going forward. This was a great showcase of that. Your you telling your story uh was compelling. You were funny, confident. Loved it. Excellent. Thank you, Justin. Thank you. You're all very generous. Boy, this is uh love hearing all this uh this positivity. Let's get over to Jason. Hey Jason, how you doing, man? Hey, doing well. Um let's see how you did. We're gonna start off with Jenny. Okay. So uh I really appreciated this week. Uh, you were also a fantastic conversational talker and you gave, I also love interviews where you give a lot of yourself internally, right? Like we learned a lot about you and what makes you tick. And I really appreciate that because that's just one of the hardest things to do is to go on a show where you know people listening and just give of yourself, right? My one note for you is that your answers went on a little long and I am fine with that as a podcast, but in a set period of time. I didn't want you being soundbitey, like 30 seconds in and out, because I don't learn anything there. But I definitely could sense like there's a thing a host does where they look like they're about to dump, jump into a double dutch game. Like, so like, I got to jump in, I got to move this along. And I felt that from Scott just a couple of times. So I would just say like, uh, my one piece of advice to you is just like one thought at a time. And then end that thought and then trust that your interviewer, Jason, maybe just like if you're in the hands of such a good interviewer as Scott is, maybe just like um, trust, trust him. You guys sometimes got to trust your interviewer and know they'll get to that part. Great. Excellent. Thank you, Jenny. 
Uh, let's get over to Justin. You know, I, I promised myself I wasn't going to go super in-depth on a lot of the stuff here because, to be honest, all of you guys were really good. Um, this was a workmanlike interview. It was good, you know. Uh, uh, it wasn't quite as as funny, not to say that everything's got to be a, a knee-slapping comedy romp, so I can't really deduct many points for that, but uh, good job. All right. Thank you, Justin. Uh, Scott, how about you? All right. I'm with all the judges this week. Nobody, no one did a bad job being themselves and, and being interviewed. Uh, but in particular, Jason has a quality to him that is a specific kind of thing that's hard for me to give a name to. But it's like, Justin said workmanlike. I would say there is a real efficiency to uh, to interacting with Jason and and I don't mean that in a negative way, um, but there is a there's a little less of a um, I mean maybe this is good in some ways because there's a lot less unknown. Like I kind of know where where you're going to go, and so in some ways I think that's really good. In other ways, I could see how some would say, well, it's you know, maybe it's too not stiff, but you know it it doesn't uh, it doesn't allow for that. Yeah, maybe too polished, too prepared for. It. Uh, I, I already believe this about him. I think he's just a super easy to talk to person. I think he's got an incredible attitude about this competition. And I think all that stuff shines through. Um, I, I had a great time talking to you. Thank you, uh, Scott. And thank you, Jason. Let's get to number five in our list. Trip. Hello, Trip. Hi there. <laughs> all right. Let's get to uh, Justin for this one. The only thing I would say um, is I, I kind of wanted a little more about you, uh, to me, you are one of the biggest enigmas in this competition. You're not somebody that I've seen in the community before. You have a very obvious skill set. You've got a a pedigree uh, in in the radio industry. And what I was hoping out of this was a little bit more of a a real perspective from you on the differences between the two and your journey and and. Uh, 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 what what you've learned and 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 what you have. I was hoping to learn more about trip and and uh, uh, to to get a little bit inside because I find you to be a fascinating character and uh, we we got a little bit more about stuff that I kind of already know because I'm on the show. So that's a selfish take from me, but that's my take. Thank you, Justin. Let's uh, get over to Scott. Um, I agree with Justin on a lot of that. I think, um, you know, early in this competition, it was easy to hear Tripp's voice and go, oh man, we got a, we got a voice ringer here and we still do. He's got the, you know, probably the most polished voice of anybody, but this interview itself was, I I have to, I will admit as the interview, I felt like I was hitting some walls and then going, well, all right, we got to take it. We got to keep this moving. So let's go in this other direction. And by walls, I don't mean ones you were putting up, but more like, yeah, just not quite cracking the egg that is uh, Trip and his and his story and his background, and it, and that kind of stuff fascinates me, especially how much your life has traversed the world of broadcasting. So many things have changed in that space while you were in it. I, you know, I feel like we maybe could have gone deeper there. All right, thank you, Scott. Uh, let's get over to Jenny. Yeah, I mean, this was a perfectly fine ten minute interview. Um, and we learned some stuff and we didn't learn other stuff. And uh, oftentimes uh, people who are hosts and who have driven a podcast have a hard time not driving a podcast when they're a guest on a podcast. And I sort of got that sense uh, that there was like a little bit of an attempt to drive 
versus then to just have an enjoyable conversation. In the end, it, it didn't illuminate things that I would have liked to have illuminated. So, yeah. Thank you, Jenny. So, yeah, as I just mentioned, scores this week, very high across the board. You guys all did a great job of, of uh, I mean, come on, t- we're podcasters. Talking about ourselves is in our DNA. So it, uh, it comes naturally to us, and you guys all did a great job with that. Uh, based on the scores, we did have a winner, though, and that winner this time is... Ken Pelishaw. Congratulations, Kenny. Well done. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> calm down, man. Jeez, Just let's uh, take a look. <laughs> I, I got that. It is that, it is that. it is that exactly that I think is the reason you won this week. Yeah. yeah I just think the moment, the moment for me was when you went on and on about how uh, uh, you keep criticizing yourself for talking too fast. I like how you're saying that I'm laid back when I'm trying to bring the heat. Uh, you know just keep your energy up and i thought well that's kind of a note i've had throughout this whole season yeah (laughs) i feel like i'm talking a mile a minute but then i listen to myself and i'm i sound like i'm talking i uh tree beard count talking to the council of the ends that was that was just just hilarious to me. Uh, 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 I I honestly think, I don't think we've ever had in the history of this competition, somebody just kind of like develop fully as a character this late in the show. Yeah, Um, I agree. Yeah. Like that's, that's rare. It's rare because normally people that come in with a defined character or a defined kind of voice is uh, uh, that that shows itself fairly early, but this is going to be an interesting last few weeks because uh, uh, you are uh, uh, you you you've got you got something something's here. Nice, yeah. something's sure. here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, congratulations again, Ken, and uh, thank you. Uh, we get to a tough part here, right? Because normally this is where uh, we talk about the lowest scoring team. And then we've got a little bit of a buffer before we have to talk about who's going home this week. A little bit of time for me to take another shot before, uh, you know, off the microphone uh, to pre- kind of prepare myself. Uh, no, not so this week. We don't have judges chambers. We have to go right into ripping this bandaid off. And it's really tough the more we get down to the smaller numbers of, of contestants that we have in the competition. So the person who is leaving us this week in the competition is trip. I'm sorry, man. Uh, it was just a little tough. The, uh, the, while the interview was, was good and, and you did a great job of talking about your show. I think the judges really just felt like they, they didn't get a chance to know who you were, um, in relation to all that. And, um, uh, we got some great insight into what the experience of ANTP has been like, but we, I think the judges would have liked uh, a little bit more about who is Trip Rogers. The man, the myth, the legend continues. That's right. I guess we're just going to have to listen to your show to find out more, right? Yeah. 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 It's been fun. Uh, I came in yeah. with no expectations, lasted longer than I thought I would, embarrassed myself. <laughs> so, you know, it was a typical day at the office, I guess. That's the the true hero's journey, I think, is all of those things. (laughs) 
Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being part of this trip and um, look forward to seeing uh, what you do next, man. All right. Well, the rest of you, uh, let's find out what, what you've got in store for you this week. You all kind of got a little bit of a break with this last challenge, right? You didn't have to deal with the usual stresses of producing a podcast. The break from editing alone was probably welcome after a uh, long eight weeks of this stuff. Well, it's time to dust off your razor tool. That's the thing you cut the the uh, audio tape with. Look it up. And uh, get used to looking at waveforms, waveforms again because we're going to be making up for lost editing time this week. Now, there are many parts to the podcast production process, and you've gotten to get some experience in each of them. One part of that uh, process is, if done well, goes unseen and unnoticed, and that's the editing process. Editing involves both technical and editorial skills. Now, the technical side is obvious, right? It involves seamlessly splicing audio chunks together, removing background noise, filtering, EQing, and all that stuff. The editorial part of the uh, of the uh, editor's job is to make the ruthless decisions about what to keep in the final edit and what to remove because it doesn't fit the design. So your challenge this week is to show us those editing skills. But here's the thing. We've spent a lot of time in this competition highlighting the creative, quote, come up with a show idea and make your own show aspect of podcasting. But a lot of podcasters make their living not by working on their own shows, but by sitting behind the scenes and working on somebody else's show. Uh, our, our executive producer is uh, that sort of person himself. Those kind of producers have to edit a show that fits the design of another creator and host. So that's how it's going to be this week. You're going to be given audio from a pre-recorded interview that our very own Hammond Chamberlain did for his podcast, Beyond the Playlist. Hammond interviewed Kelly Bashar, an actress, director, and writer known for the television series Fargo. I think some of us have heard of that show. Oh, yeah. Parks and Recreation and Smallfoot. Your job is going to be to take the interview audio and turn it into a podcast episode of Hammond's podcast series. You will, of course, be meeting with Hammond to ask questions about how best to make an episode of his podcast. Ken, as the winner of the last challenge, you're going to get an extra five minutes with Hammond. Uh, you'll get 15 minutes with Hammond while the rest of you get 10 minutes. He's also going to be sitting in next week and providing his own judging of your submissions. Why is that? Well, because the winner of this challenge will have their podcast episode published on the live feed of Beyond the Playlist. That's right. We've added some extra stakes to this week's challenge. Judges, any suggestions for our teams? Oh, man. So the only advice I would give is focus on what's interesting. And if it feels like, I mean, it's hard to say what's fat with a podcast. Everybody's got different interests. Everybody's, you know, you're going to hear something different when you hear it. But just go with your instincts about what is just droning or going on too long about an answer or whatever and focus on the pacing of good questions, good answers, bim, bam, boom, short show. You'll get, you'll probably get my vote. <laughs> Have uh, a concept. Have a concept yes. and why we are listening to this person. The point isn't that we have a a interview with an actress who's been on a show. It should be about something that is exciting for which, oh, wow, what a great person to to get their perspective on. And that's partly listening to the to the interview itself, 
but it's also your creativity to find out what elements of it you can pull out and use as clips as if you did the interview yourself and and I think just have a concept. Yeah, mine is pretty similar to that, which is just commit to telling and you guys were just on shows where you got to be discovered, right? And people who didn't know you were able to understand you more. So take that experience and bring it in to your editing this week. And, um, you know, technically I could go on for a long time, but I'll just do that next week. Um, and we'll see how you <laughs> did. Uh, but I just, um, uh, my one technical note is don't cut breaths unless they are hella distracting. Let people breathe. Let interviews breathe. Let um uh, let the person shine. For sure. <sighs> Great advice, Jenny. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> that is going to do it for this episode. On behalf, thank you for catching that. On behalf of our judges, coach, producers, and everyone who works behind the scenes to keep all these wheels moving, this is Brian Abbott saying thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on America's Next Top Podcaster. I can say it has been an honor and a blast to be a part of ANTP this year. I certainly have done much better than I thought I would. And unfortunately, again, my time has ended and I was just getting used to being here. Um, I really have met some great people. I appreciate the judges, although, of course, I did have my moment with the judges. Um, but uh, I appreciated the input. Uh, I loved working with the Ivory Mike crew. Uh, Jason and Sean were were fantastic uh, partners. Um, I enjoyed working with Theo and Key, and I enjoyed working with Bill in September. Uh, I got the chance to do that. Uh, unfortunately, the trend was good for me early, and it not good for me at the end because I lost the four weeks in a row, including the week I got eliminated. Oh, well, that's life in the fast lane. I really enjoyed this, and it was a fun journey to go on. I enjoyed being on the show, and I look forward to uh, getting together and uh, making some new friends and, and, and continuing on this journey we call podcasting, which I certainly have uh, started and enjoyed. Thank you all. America's Next Top Podcaster is hosted and created by Brian Ibbett. Hammond Chamberlain is our executive producer. The show is written and edited by our producer, Bobby Frankenberger. Alex Albisu conducts our post interviews and is our Patreon manager. Social media community manager is me, Monica Stone. Thanks to all our patrons and sponsors. And most of all, thank you for listening. For more information, go to America's Next Top Podcaster.com. <laughs>